Team Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm here with uh, Team Adultish. Hi. Hey. Uh, Adultish is uh, a, an amazing web series. Check them out on Footprint.tv. Uh, my name is Ming Chen, as you may know. Um, Hi. And, and, yeah, you gotta turn down the audio on. Sorry, there. sorry, Bevin. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Bevin. Damn it, Bevin, you're worse oh than God, Becca. Damn. What are you new? <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, I got it. Hey, I got Brendan it. Michael Sokler. Yes. Hi, David T. Ray, aka Trey. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, we're. we're... Ah! I did it too. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rookies. It's okay. It's okay. It's shock. It's a. It's Michael an initial has been shock. here. I have not. It's initial shock, and then uh, we got we we got down here. All right. Um, all right. Hello, Facebook Live. Thank, thank you for joining us. Um, heads up, we are re- going to be talking uh, the back half of Punisher first. Is that correct? Yeah, we can cover. For, uh, so today we are covering the back half of Punisher as we covered the first five episodes. The merger of uh, Fox and Disney. Okay. And then Trey finally fucking saw Thor. Oh, so okay. Maybe we we'll throw in Thor. a few minutes on Thor. Okay, that'll be episode number one. We're going double episode because of the holidays. And then we're going into The Last Jedi, which, if you have not seen, we're spoiling the hell out of it. Oh, God, yeah. That's, yeah. That'll be later. Yeah. But This is all the spoilers. Listen, you've been warned. We're going to be spoiling Punisher. We're going to be spo- Everything we're going to talk about is spoilers, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. Punisher. Thor. If you haven't seen Thor, like I did, I you know if you're, it's been what two months? Yeah, that's like six hundred yeah. years old news already. New millennial, exactly. Time. So, yeah. so yeah. All right. Um, um, just so you know, guys. Hi, I'm Bevan. Hi. I, I will be following along in the live stream. So if you got a comment, question, you want to talk to the boys, let me know. I'm listening. All right. Yes, yeah, so you can comment. You can question. You can complain even. Yeah, I'll listen. I, it's totally These people cool. are horrible. Yeah. I loathe them. All right. I am recording on the audio side as well. Whenever you want to start, uh, whoever wants to do the intro, and then we're off and running. I'll take the intro. Welcome to the Adultish Podcast. This is Brendan Michael Sokler here. Adultish is part of the Footprint Network. Watch the web series on Footprint.tv and... Enjoy the Adultish Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe if you dig it. If you don't dig it, do it anyway. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hey. I'm Brendan Michael Sokler. I'm David Tiberius Ray. This is Ming Chen. What's up, guys? This is Bevan. I'll be following along on the live stream. Let me know what you got, and I'm listening. And today we're going to talk Punisher. We're going to talk the acquisition of 20th Century Fox. We're going to talk about Thor because Trey finally fucking saw it. I did. And good job, my friend. We'll Thanks. we'll be uh, spoiling everything. So you've been warned. Yep. You've been warned. There are spoilers. It's oh, like, and uh, uh, we're going to spoil everything. Oh, by the way, also spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bevan, we're spoiling everything, by the way. Does oh, yes. Know uh, that? It's it's up here. Everyone knows that there are spoilers. Cool. All right. Great. Cool. Spoilers, okay. spoilers, Excellent. Spoilers. So, guys, back half plus some of The Punisher because I didn't realize it was more than 10 episodes. Previously on this podcast. Previously on this podcast, we covered the first five episodes because that's, I thought it was a 10 episode series. Sure. I, I, I was wrong. Yeah. There's a recording of me saying I was wrong. My girlfriend can use that later. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, I I loved it. Um, I'm gonna preface it, this with um, uh, I, it started out the series very violent. Starts yes. out very violent. Gets even more violent by yes. the back half. Yes. And I was talking to um, uh, if you watch our little TV show, Comic Book Man, mm-hmm. our director, our showrunner. Is a pretty badass guy. He worked on a. He's he is prepared for an apocalypse. Um, he is not 
military, but he might as well be in my right. eyes in some aspects. Uh, it worked on a reality show called Dual Survival, which dealt with two guys battling it out in the wilderness, um, showing people how to survive. So he may be the closest thing to the Punisher that I know in real life. Um, Hopefully less friend. cranky. So, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. He has a, he has that attitude where, like, don't mess with me because I will, I'll put a bullet in your head. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And, uh, but it's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> he directs comic book men and... Um, the reason Comic Men in my eyes is so good is because uh, when this gentleman tells you to do something, you Get do it. Done. You don't Fair second enough. guess it. You do it. And I talked to him about it. He was like, hey, man, I saw The Punisher. And he's not really uh, – he'll watch – he's not as geeky as we are. Mm-hmm. But he saw it. He's like, oh, man, I love The Punisher. I was like – I was like, I watched that, and it, it really reminded me of you. He's like, yeah, man, like, I really wanted to jerk off to all the violence, man. Like, wow. wow. And I, I, I was like, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, wow. I, 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 did, I did, too. I'm not going to lie. I will be you, you saying that just so, you know, you're like eye to eye with him or like you were like on board we with were, him Yeah, we were creepingly looking at each other. Copy but that. you know, Nothing right. came out or anything. But, yeah, but I, I was like, well, I get, you know, I, listen, I'm not a violent guy. Yeah. I don't get into fights. I avoid confrontation. But I watch Frank Castle taking down guys uh, without prejudice, mm-hmm. without remorse, yeah. and you know, they were they were come after Justice him. Was killed, served, killer yeah. be killed. Most of the guys were bad guys, yes. maybe not all of them. And I was like, wow! If uh, in my head, in a fantasy world, yeah, if someone stepped up to me, yeah, I'd want to take care of them like yeah. that. In the real world, it's not much like that. But uh, seeing it on screen like that, uh, that's my justification for you know. Some people are like, oh, man. Too violent. It's too violent. It's like, hey, it's- there's something to that though. It's really interesting in that, like, I I'm super liberal dude who really wants sensible gun legislation, but watching this is also like it's total wish fulfillment stuff. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Just, like, yeah. like, oh, the bad guys, yeah, they don't come back. Yeah, because the Punisher has done his thing. Yeah. So and, and Frank Castle didn't take out innocent lives. No, he didn't. Anybody that was actually justifiably a good person. Stayed, sticks around. Everybody that's a garbage bag is taken out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's taken out, and it's completely valid. You're saying be- he's taking out the garbage? He's taking out the garbage. Uh, okay. Yeah, Frank Castle's taking out the garbage. Um, so but, yes. we have an audience question. They uh-huh. want to know Punisher versus John Wick. Who Ooh. wins? From Joe Swift. I might go with John Wick. Why? Why? Um... His ability to keep a level head. I think he... I think with anger, you can shift to the dark side of the force. Yeah. You can make some misguided calculations. But I think it's also... the th- That's the engine of the mm-hmm. Punisher, is this righteous anger. With John Wick, he is the antithesis of that. He is literally the coolest motherfucker in the room. Yeah. And that's how he gets stuff done, is because while everyone else is panicking... He's John wicking his way through things. I mean, I agree with that just because in the show, Frank Castle himself, you don't, you can see that he himself loses track of why he's doing this. He kind of like loses the thread and he can't answer questions that people ask him. Like David confronts him about uh, his actions or whatever. And Frank Castle doesn't have a straight answer. Whereas John Wick, pretty straightforward what he's going to do executes it there's hiccups along the way but he's never questioning himself whereas like frank castle goes beyond that where it's just like it gets murky even for him mm-hmm. where you can be like is that a pun murky 
No. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't See go for I that. But okay. thanks for catching that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, I would say in terms of keeping a level head, John Wick has the edge on that regard to maybe take each other. If they were going to take each other out, it would be... It would be a diff- uh, It would be a very violent fight. I think I'd both of them that. would have bullet holes riddled with bullet holes. Both of them. A lot them. of bullets. Yeah, yeah, just just all the bullets. They'd all be they both be bleeding to death at the end. Whoever yeah. wins, but maybe John Wick would have the edge just based on he's his trauma is kind of like he's taking care of it. He's yeah. dealing with it. And I also feel like Frank Castle wouldn't quite have the motivation to kill John Wick. Because he's not a bad guy. He's not. No. Right. Um, Didn't mess with his family. Yeah. But Frank Castle could lose his mind. I think he has the not I the think ability. He's lost it already. Yeah. yeah but like, <laughs> like he could like. So lose. let's get into that though, yeah. because like the end of the series. I know we said spoilers fifteen thousand times yeah. at the top of the show. By the way, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, the end of the series. He's in that therapy group and he's talking about yeah. stuff. Like, is he on the mend? Right. Is that a thing? Like, what does Frank Castle look like in dealing with his anger where he now has no mission, no person that he needs to get at? Like, right, now the healing begins. Right. Like, now now Frank can just... He's literally put everything down that was conflicting him. Yep. And now it's a it's a matter which, which is... Which begs the question, if it's going for season two, which it is. Yes. What is the justification for Frank Castle to be the Punisher again after season one? I'm going to assume it's Karen Page. Oh, jeez. Uh, I have another question. Mm. How would the accountant fit into the Wick slash Punisher fight? The accountant? It wouldn't. Because <laughs> bad, rude. No. <laughs> no. No, it wouldn't. Wouldn't fit. Yeah. But no. If it was good, maybe. But unfortunately, not a good move. No, no. Yeah. The accountant, uh, he'll just be, you know, doing math problems and uh, twiddling his thumbs, and then uh, sniper, sniper rifle through the nose by John Wick, through the head by the Punisher. The end of the accountant. Any any favorite moments from uh, the back end of the Punisher? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Uh, one, yeah. the, the assault on the underground uh, lair, Micro's lair. I thought which, that was yeah. like Home Alone to yes. the next level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like. You go Macaulay Culkin this shit, Frank Castle. Yeah, because that was gunpowder and yep. automatic weapons. Yeah. And it was real good. Which, when you think about it, that's what happens to Kevin when he grows up. <laughs> uh, pretty Home much. Alone is prequels to The Punisher. <laughs> right. The He's he's going mercenary on the wet bandits. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just bullet holes I'm on I'm definitely putting gunpowder in my light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Just in case. Because you case. never know. You never know. You'll be living in darkness, but that's cool. Yeah, it, it was a brutal ending. the The ending of the Punisher was like we like we we talked about the last time we talked about the Punisher. Like the violence was just the dessert of the conflict, sure. which yeah. was the 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 whole the trauma, the PTSD, the, yeah. the conflict of moving forward in the mission. That's that was what made it interesting. The whole cop drama aspect of it, and then going into these beautiful scenes of horrific violence yeah. was the payoff, and then the payoff of the show is a very, very unsettling torture scene, mm-hmm. which was a million times worse than, like, the torture scene in, like, Casino Royale. Sure. Yeah. Or, like, it, which was just, like, it was just rough to watch. Yeah. And okay. then the payoff of flipping that on, on its side and getting the bad guy at the end and beating him to death, which was just like, yay, we're winning. But it's horrifying. Like, it sure. was the worst... 
visual <laughs> in yeah. the world. I, I cringed a couple. Of, I don't cringe. I'm it not. Was, I, I thought I was desensitized. I, I was averting. I did. I was blocking the screen at the end when when the the eye gouging is happening. I'm because it, it just it's on camera. It just doesn't stop. And you're yeah. like, I was just yeah. Whoa! Yeah, I was I like, you're waiting same. for the cut, right? Yeah. 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 And it doesn't cut, cut away. Like, oh. Cut away. While watched, your showrunner was slowly taking down his pants. <laughs> he, oh yeah, he was getting Lord. out the he was getting out the lube. Like, yes. He didn't get any lube, but yeah, he was. Yeah, it was it's pretty, just like I am frothy now. It was yeah. rough, dude. Yeah, it was rough, and then it was over. Everyone should be dead by then. Like, does it does it glorify the violence? This show. Do you think it glorifies violence? I, I would say, if anything, the last act was was a, it was gratuitous as fuck. It yes. was just awful. Uh, I would bring that question there more than the rest of the show, actually. I don't think the rest of the show glorifies it because it's all horrible things happening to horrible people by damaged people. Yeah. So, like, it's all, it's not glorified, it's just showing it how it is. Yeah. If anything, the only, I don't know if glorifying it is, but explicit, for sure, is the ending. The only the, the only thing where I'm, like, shook is the end, the very ending I of the show. I think it's all story-driven. I think it's yeah. all justified. It's yeah. like, Punisher has had takes before. I'm thinking Warzone specifically, where the violence was more the treat and the story of it yes, than this. Yeah. This was character-based, this was storyline-driven, and everything that came out of that made a lot of sense to me. So there's mm. another question. Will, mm. we, will we get this Punisher on the ground level of the MCU and the actual Infinity Wars films? I don't think so. No, I don't. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Then you got to bring the, the I don't, Daredevil and yeah. I don't. Cage I don't know what tool. Frank Castle could do in this situation. To be honest, I want to see him shooting Thanos. Like, I would, <laughs> like trust sure, me, it won't do nothing. But yeah, I would love. I'd love Fuck. to see it because there's going to be like lower level fallout and them yeah. dealing with trying to keep New York intact. And right. All I mean, things. season two of Punisher will definitely deal with like every, the, like every, the aftermath. Yeah. Every season one of the MCU the incident. TV show is yeah. the New York incident. So now they're going to be like, oh yeah, the other incident. Yeah. More incidents of plenty. I think the issue is from my understanding of it, Kevin Feige and whoever is running Marvel television do not quite get along. I, is it Jeff Loeb running Marvel television? I might be on crack. Someone can look this up for me. Hey, uh, viewers, uh, answer that. Yeah. Um, but it's something where they're not fully connected because they just don't fucking get along. And therefore, we can't have nice things. So what? What? I don't know. Disney just bought out Fox, so they're getting along well enough. And we will get to that later. In the episode. <laughs> I was just segwaying. Um I, I I don't I don't see it. It's not important to me personally that mm. that oh we don't see Daredevil and Spider Man in the movie. I was like that's fine. They've established they established the TV the Netflix MCU in a way where it's just like it's a big enough it's a big enough city. Yeah, <laughs> Manhattan is big enough to to have very independent separate storylines. Right. Where I'm like it's fine. Like I I'm still gonna see Luke Cage. I'm gonna see Jessica Jones. I'm gonna see Daredevil. Probably won't see Iron Fist, <laughs> but I'll you know because I'm interested. Those characters are very interesting. They still have and Iron Fist, yeah, and Iron Fist. <laughs> Th- those characters are very interesting, and then there's Iron. So, they still have much better v- 
villains, I think, than the movie Marvel Universe. Right. You know, uh, Kilgrave yeah, and and uh, fucking Billy fucking Russo. He was fantastic. He was. He was. I was I'm, I'm all turned around on him. Last, if you yeah. listen to last episode, the guy looked like a whiny, skinny bitch, and yeah. uh, I'm all turned around on him. I yeah. did not. He was a great character. He was a great. He character. was awesome. They build on him where it's just like, I thought, oh, Frank has allies. Frank has Frank has uh Yeah, this is like what a good guy. He's got a, he's got a good team of people that are wanting to help him and he doesn't want the help. Yeah, I was rooting for the friends. And yeah. when Billy Russo started turning, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. He and, made me like him, no. And my and my uh not neglect, but just like my little knowledge of Punisher, uh again, spoilers. Uh I wasn't aware that Billy Russo was Jigsaw. Yeah. So so I because I never I knew that Jigsaw was a villain. I never made the association because I never cared enough to see what the origin story of Jigsaw right. was. Yeah, I didn't crack into the Garth Ennis stuff yeah. or like much of the Punisher things. Yeah, now you want to though. Now right? I'm like yeah, now you definitely oh, want to. Punisher Max come to me. Mm-hmm. Um so according to Cinema Blend, Kevin Feige Feige? Feige, yeah. Feige. Feige. has come out and said it's just increasingly too difficult to cross contaminate the films and the TV shows. I call shenanigans. Cross contaminate. Oh, wait. The honest answer is movies are developed so far in advance that a lot of those things weren't done when we started the film, Captain America Civil War, or if we were doing something in the film that absolutely handcuffs what the team can do in season two of whatever show, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for instance. Civil War was a mashup of copy-paste stuff. That's bullshit. Bullshit and shenanigans. Civil War added Spider-Man last minute. Like, it was, they were waiting for a Sony acquisition. Like, it was like, they, the whole movie's a copy-paste movie. Everything's green screen in that movie. They could have done that. That's, that got called. He just says that it's logistically too difficult to. Whatever. And I say, bullshit and shenanigans. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, so any too difficult. Get out of here. They squeeze in Spider-Man in there. They squeeze, you know, that's not. No way. I started working with Spider-Man and Daredevil and Luke Cage because they're already there in the same neighborhood. They're already all in there. Well, Spider-Man's in Queens. Well, right, but what I'm saying is they're all in in Harlem. Daredevil's in Hell's Kitchen. Where's Jessica Jones? Hell's Kitchen as well? I mean, they're all secretly in Greenpoint. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) living there and seeing all the sets, I'm like... This isn't actually Manhattan. Yeah. This is Brooklyn. Well, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen in the MCU is, is, like, is a fictional character all of its own. Absolutely. Um, do we have any wrap-up thoughts on Punisher before we get moving uh, to okay. subjects? Uh, Punisher is a great show. I think it's one of the strongest MCU shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, would uh, like I, the first season of Daredevil... The first season of Jessica Jones and Punisher, I think, are like my top three yeah, Netflix shows. The was... 13 episodes was perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any filler or dead spots. No. It and, was uh, all strong, 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 strong. This may be, other than Daredevil season one, the first full season of a Marvel Netflix show that I didn't suffer fatigue from at, mm-hmm. within the last three episodes. I think every single yeah. Marvel show other than this and Daredevil season one could have probably been cut off at episode 10. Hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Some of them even ate. Like Iron Fist could have gone eight. Iron Fist <laughs> could have been cut off uh, the pilot. <laughs> um, but I, I do think, I will say this, I don't want to hate on Iron <coughs> Fist too much because I do think with the new showrunner, it will be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's wait and see. Yeah. I will not be holding my breath. I'm not, yeah. I will be hopeful. I'm not, yeah, I don't. No, no stakes on my end to care about what happens to Iron Fist, but I'm all on board for the next Jessica Jones. The teaser came out, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Teaser yeah. came out. I'm, I'm down for that. And whatever, I'm very interested of how they. Someone you had mentioned or, or Bethany said that Kilgrave's uh, going to be back. No, um, for 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 
a reason for season two of The Punisher. Oh yeah, would be Karen Page. Would yeah. be Karen Page. Yeah, that's a great theory. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's. Uh, that but would it I've, would it be because of the spo- spoilers again? Would it be because of the death of Karen Page, or would it be would the death of Karen Page happen in Daredevil or in The Punisher? Death of Karen Page happens in Daredevil, and the drug addiction happens in Punisher. That's my call right yeah, there. Shot yeah. is in the air. We'll see if it's switches. Copy that. <laughs> Good. Worked in the comics, so you know you you have a blueprint, gentlemen. Yeah. Fuck yeah, up. don't screw it up. Oh, and do the Nucci it's, family storyline. Yeah. Do the Nucci family storyline for that's uh, Gar- uh, Garth Ennis's first yes, it Punisher is. book. Yeah, the Nucci storyline. They mentioned the Nucci family. They did. Yeah, the it was, it was cool. Oh, I, thought, I was like, oh, they're good. Is that the plot? Nope. Do you want to unpack that for listeners who haven't read it? Like, well, maybe? I, I, re- I read, I read that book when it came out, so uh, it's foggy. But it was basically, it's a, it's a, mo- it's a mob story. Right. The, 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 the Punisher. Welcome back, Frank. Is oh, yeah, is yeah. a mob story? Is is him going back into being the Punisher to take down this crime family in New York? And it is a brutal, brutal taking out. And the story, whoever they cast as Manucci, I'm I don't know, I don't know who you would cast as Ma- Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. I like it. <laughs> well, Helen Mirren can do everything. Helen Mirren, especially with what happens to Manucci in the Punisher books, is ridiculous. As a visual gratuitous violent act that happens to that lady, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can stomach that. It was hard enough to stomach the eye gouging that didn't stop for like a good twelve seconds at the end of the Punisher. That was rough stuff. Also, Billy Russo's demise in the merry-go-round, getting his head bashed into glass fifty times, and they get shards in his face. Yeah, the, the, the scraping. Oh the my scrape, god! The scraping down. That was the, bananas. Down a mirror. Good, Arr! good, good stuff, man. And they just man. get like literally chunks in his cheek. Anyways, all right. Punisher, I'm good. <laughs> good show. Yes, people are anxious to talk about Star Wars, so the sooner we well, wrap- that, that's they a, are. That's another episode. Hey, that's another yeah. episode. Well, stay tuned, Stick ladies around. and gentlemen. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking coming. for a while. Anyway, it is coming. Uh, I loved it. I think this. I rank it pretty much the same. I think I put Jessica Jones maybe as my number one. Yeah. It depends on the week. I think sure. that Daredevil doesn't have the level of allegory uh, that I really enjoyed in Punisher and mm-hmm. Luke Cage. Um, but it was just so well executed. It was. Um, I think this was fantastic, and I think it's really worth watching. And yeah, I, I give it an A. If yeah. we're going to going with grade school grades, uh, yeah. good, oh, God, good yeah. job, good job, Marvel Netflix yeah. killed it. So let's transition to uh, Disney. Just <laughs> bought 20th Century Fox. Yeah, effectively bringing a lot of things into the Disney universe. We have. Uh, Fantastic Four, Mm -hmm. we have Deadpool, we have the X-Men, and maybe more importantly than anything, Anastasia can now be a Disney princess. Oh, thank God! Uh, Uh, Bated breath. It's what I've been waiting for. uh, All right. Um, So, guys, what are we thinking happens with this? How does this play out? Do they introduce it in the next Avengers movie? Like, what goes on Well, um... If we go go by the, the MCU standards right now, we have... We had uh, what, enhanced people. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Sure. Because we couldn't say mutants. Right. So Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are enhanced. Was that the thing that they used? What was the term that they used in Age of Ultron? Yeah, and what do we do with the doubling of that now? Yeah. There's two Quicksilvers already. Well, pick the better one. Yeah. The, I guess one, the one that's not one. dead. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no one's truly dead in the comics. The one's not dead because he was already in Kick-Ass. So, you know. Yeah. Well, Taylor, Taylor, Aaron Taylor Aaron, Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson. But the other guy was also in Kick Ass. Who was he in Kick Ass? His best friend. 
Quicksilver? Yeah, irony really? of ironies. The Quicksilvers were best friends in Kick-Ass. Oh, I don't remember that. I didn't like Kick-Ass. <laughs> it's okay. You're wrong and bad, but it's okay. <laughs> like, empirically wrong. Can't uh, be argued. It's fine. Yeah, well, now they can pick whichever one they like better. I guess. I mean, hey, you know. But, I mean... Quality if, over quantity. If anything, the, the, the whole mutant storyline, the whole thing about humans hating mutants and all that, I'm very interested to see, more than the Fantastic Four, more than... You know that that family, or or even Deadpool. Deadpool is its own thing. It can live on its own, sure, because uh, it's a it's a fourth wall breaking, fic, you know, su- uber fiction yeah. thing. Where it's just like the X Men, I think, is very important just because of what the material is uh, from the from the beginning about rejected people, and now in a world where we've had the Avengers and Spider Man, and and coming up next, the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to land on Earth, and we have Captain America and the Black Panther and. Where do you, is it, it, how do you justify that there are mutants that are uh, working to be, like, identified as, like, people, like you and I and all this, the allegory of the X-Men, how do you justify that in this universe, which is going to be interesting, like, because the superheroes in this world are hated... They're revered. They're, revered. They're only hated because of the body count. Yeah. That whole plot line that sure. we went to yeah. Civil War yeah. is like, oh, th- you guys caused too much damage, but you guys are doing good. Like, so when people are now born with abilities like Cyclops and Jean Grey and the Beast and Angel and Professor Charles Xavier and all this stuff, like, where does that fit in in terms of those politics? Is it valid? Will it work? How you integrate the X-Men into this will say a lot. If you're using the OG cast, if you're using the first class cast, Mm -hmm. and if this is something where we are playing with multiverse theory, then you can start having things where you have this universe on the opposite side of things where heroes are not revered. They're mutants. They're Mm -hmm. outcasts. And then what does it mean to incorporate them into the MCU or what does it mean to incorporate the MCU into that universe, like, how do you deal with that? And I'm curious as to what they do with it. I think Infinity War is going to determine that. I think I think the tag at the end of Infinity War might just be Deadpool being like, oh, we weren't here? Were you expecting us? It's fine. Yeah, go we'll, home. You're go still home. here? We'll, we'll be okay. around. Yeah. There'll be a big reset button on the screen. He's going to be like... Just him dicking around with yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet like, Reality Stone, what yeah. could this do? I mean, if anything, I don't know how they'll integrate it. I, I'm, I'm, up to, I'm up to, you know, interpretation or any, you know, hypotheses of how you would do it. My belief would be that Infinity Wars is a great place to reboot the MCU, do a Heroes Reborn thing. If you guys remember the 90s when uh, Onslaught was a character that was... Uh, the epitome of evil inside the mind of Charles Xavier that manifested into a creature that right. killed off the Marvel Universe, killed off the Avengers, killed off uh, the Fantastic Four, made them reboot an alternate universe that then was canceled after people stopped reading it, and then they brought Heroes Reborn back into the MCU. So if they do like a whole re- universe reboot, keeping what I would imagine uh, the newest, freshest stars of the MCU, which is sure. keep Spider-Man... You keep um, Black Panther. You keep uh, you keep every, but then everything else can be rebooted. You can get a new Thor, a new Captain America, a new world where Reed Richards is a revered uh, scientist and whatnot. That you know, and then you have Charles Xavier, who is a scholar person, and then. But I really, I'm very excited because of the X Men, just because X Men has always been my personal favorite comic book series. It tackles with a lot of things that, as a kid, I was all about. So how do you fit? How do you fit the 
what makes the X-Men so special, apart from just being another superhero team in in this Marvel Universe, without doing split universes? Like, how do you put it in and all together where Spider-Man is just a train, you know, a, a train trip away from Westchester? Yeah, in Queens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how do you... So, Ming, you're Kevin Feige. What do you do? I don't... Um... This way, yeah, he said, you know, the conflict with the uh, the mutants who were born with their powers, the Avengers who acquired them through cosmic rays or gamma rays. Or, or science suit. experiments. Um, science you know, rays. How do they settle yeah. this in the comics? Generally, you make them fight each other. So we got X-Men versus Avengers, which, you know, we're all right. kind of waiting for. But yeah. why would they fight? Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know. Because uh, they fought you know, because you, of Scarlet Witch. Right. Like, that's a whole, that's... That is so many movies. Right. I mean, you know, you know do we make the X-Men, do they have to sign the Sokovia Accords as well? I, you know, it's something, <laughs> yeah, you know, they, there's uh, numerous reasons. Are they going uh, registration again because right. of that? Like, you know. What also happens to these upcoming X-Men movies? Like, New you, you have you have Legion, Gifted. Sure, Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah. Dark Phoenix I'm Saga. I'm so all this, excited for Dark Phoenix. All mm. this stuff happening... Should I not give a shit about it? Right. Is it going to be incorporated? Is it not? I I bet you it will. Eh. I mean, if anything, the Dark Phoenix has enough story and and power to like die, be reborn in another universe. Like they have enough. Dark Phoenix or Deus Ex Machina for the the Scarlet the Scarlet Witch Thanos? is a Deus Ex Machina for rebooting the universe. She might have a House of M episode. Where just like she reboots everything, she says no more. Instead of no more mutants, no more superheroes. Everyone dies, and then everything's rebooted with genetically instead of genetically enhanced people, people that are born with powers. And then you have a new universe of like, yeah, Captain America's still around because he's a World War II relic. You have gods from Asgard. You have Doctor Banner, who's a gamma radiant, and then you have kids that are being born with powers, and it's weird. But again. How it's a it's a very convoluted <laughs> integration. I'll leave it to them. I, of course. I'll leave it to them. Oh, all right. You trust them? I trust them. Okay. Yeah, in Marvel, I trust at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. In Marvel, we trust. Yeah. 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 I mean, at this point, Kevin Feige really hasn't screwed me on anything. Mm-hmm. So I'll let him do his thing. Okay. And there's no worry here about Disney owning basically everything now. Maybe owning too much. I, we didn't say that. I <laughs> much. My worry is, Will there be any problems with this? My worry is much less with uh, Disney owning everything and much more with Roger Ailes. Is it Roger Ailes? No, no. It's uh, Rupert Murdoch is the alive one who now has like $52 billion more dollars, but it's fine. Like, Disney's going to be just doing what Disney was already right. doing. And I don't think they're going to break up the Monopoly or anything of that nature. This is The acquisition of this, uh, to give context to everyone, is Disney is starting to go into streaming platforms. Yeah. Uh, they are looking to have their own over-the-top network and need more content. So, yeah, think of Netflix on steroids, where exactly. Disney's going to have all, a huge library of content Yeah, it's going to be competitive you. with Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Where do I sign up? Take my money right yeah, now. Can I sign up now? Can I get in on a introductory rate so can we list off what disney now has they have the muppets they have marvel pixar they have, pixar. Pixar. Yes. They have aliens Alien. they have the simpsons they have avatar they have the simpsons i uh wait isn't that the fox now I, I one list well, that i read said they had the simpsons under, uh, 20th century fox wouldn't it yeah i know they so, don't own fox network right murdoch still has that but i believe it's still a fox i don't know maybe a fox property i know they have abc mm-hmm. they have espn right yep i don't know 
Yeah, I they do they, have. I don't. Have yeah, ESPN. but this is all under Viacom. Is yeah, it? I think so. Like Viacom does own everything. That right, I'm more. Guys, I'm right. You worried. guys know, right? No? The people, <laughs> the people out there in the universe. Who, um, yeah. Also, FX, FX channel, uh, majority control Hulu. Jesus. Which that's a huge on FX as well. Ooh, it's always Sunny's gonna be in the MCU. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, Char- Charlie right? Day's gonna be like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and um, also more importantly, the the OG Star Wars movies. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The OG. Which, which you we're know, coming up with talking about Star Wars soon. Yeah, I mean, are we? Are, do do people still want the Han shoot first? <laughs> Of course, they always want Han to shoot first. Do they want that? Like, think, guys, do you still want that? Is that really in your heart desires? I don't know. I think anybody wants Han. Oh, they, oh we want Han, Han shot first. Yeah. yeah. Don't, no, like, one, dude, no one agrees that Greedo Sure. Yeah. No one. Those who do, wrong and bad. Empirically <laughs> wrong and bad. Yeah. Uh, is there any worry from your part that, you know, Disney's family friendly? Not until we listed it off just Here, now. Here's what, here's what we were talking on the way over. Okay. All three of us were just like, uh, Bevan had mentioned was just like Disney would have to it would be fresh <laughs> if Disney had a rating system of content mm-hmm. or just okay. like it has PG content it has PG-13 content and it needs an R-rated content like if it's acquiring Deadpool and it's going to take you know going to take risks in terms of like Disney is more than just a family company where it's just like they have comic books they have all these other fictional properties that have been expressed in all sorts of uh, different medias. I mean, need we worry about that? We just watched Punisher, which I would dare say is an R. Yeah, it, it's a hard oh, for fucking sure. R. Yeah, um, I think Oops, the, swearing. The, yeah, the, yes, the one a lot of it. But interestingly <laughs> enough, the one thing that they really don't do in uh, Punisher is say fuck. Like, I don't think in any of these like really dark, twisted shows right. that they curse that much. Good point. Good point. Like, gratuitous violence, sure. Sexuality, great. Cannot say fuck. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> Deadpool says every other word is fuck. Right. Yes, and cock. Yes, he's you know over and over again, which and doesn't fuck cock. Yeah, exactly. He says fuck cock, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Uh, that's the the clauses of what and what what to do in American media is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like it's easier to see literally somebody getting his eyes gouged. You look beautiful. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Getting his eyes gouged out, but seeing a nipple. Can't do that. Sure. Can't. We can't because nipples Welcome are terrifying. Ameri- Welcome to America. Everybody. Nipples are terrifying, but let's have riddled bullet people, you know, just bloody stumps of people just lying around, and that's justified. So here's the solution. Yeah. The next season of Punisher, instead of bullet holes, it just creates nipples <laughs> every time someone gets shot. That's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny that that's disturbing. Right. <laughs> in the world that we live in, in American Absolutely. television and media. But terrified I, I think a rating system should be key just because, yeah, a Star, Star Wars is a PG-13 property. Uh, the Marvel ranges from PG-13 to R. Right. Like, it should have the availability ab- availability to take creative freedoms <laughs> to express themselves in any which way and be true to the source material, a la Punisher. Or I don't think they're going to fuck with Deadpool. I think mm-hmm. no, no, they so know the they know what works. They like yeah, money. They know what works. Yes. I, money works. I think that money is, talks. Yes, it, yeah. great movie. Uh, <laughs> evidenced throughout this, um, I, I do think that they're not going to screw around with the things that are already working. Mm. And if what's working is Deadpool saying fuck cock, then by God, Deadpool will say fuck. Yeah. Yeah. by God, does it work? Yes, <laughs> it's going to be magical. Struck yes. gold. So. Uh, 
Trey, you finally fucking saw Thor. I did. What? What did you? What did, so did Bevan? Kid, guys, you're spiking my headphones. Just was I too loud? Yes, I you think were. I was there too. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be that loud. So I'll try to be it. more. But my excitement. You saw Thor. Right? I yes. did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my cool. God. Let's uh, right. let's touch on that really so, briefly. Okay, yeah. Five minutes. We can do five minutes. I'll we can go. do five minutes, and uh, then we can wrap this. And exactly. Then, we can and then go into Star the meat. Wars. Um. Thor was uh, a fun, fun freaking movie. I, I thought Thor was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, my my thoughts on Thor, going back to the comic books. Yes, sir. What was never, you know, in the terms of if I ever were to rank the Avengers or just rank comic book characters mm-hmm. in general, Thor would have been at the bottom. Sure. I, he's a god. Yep. Comes from a place called Asgard. Talks funny. Yes. I and it was very. It's, you can tell in the font. Yes. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, they had the that curly, true like uh, Celtic font, whatever. Yeah. And as a kid, or even as a as an adult, I was like, I, I have a, I had a hard time reading this. And you know, you read and you hear the voice in your head, and You're you like, know, oh, thousand, uh, whatever. Stoic, very stoic. Yeah. yeah. And, um. Also, you know, as a god, uh, you know, virtually indestructible from mm-hmm. you know from Asgard, I couldn't really relate to him as much as I right. could say Spider Man, Peter right. Parker, or even the Hulk. He's like um, a, an even stiffer Superman. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, or he's like you can't identify with him at all. Carried a hammer, dressed right. funny with the the, yeah. the wings on his helmet. Never could never relate to him, so he was never really a favorite of mine. Has a bunch of plates on his chest. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the movies made him a little more relatable. Yes, um, but uh, Ragnarok with all the goofy humor and the mm-hmm. offbeat humor, I was like, wow, freaking, you know, Thor Odinson's a funny dude. Yeah. This I can relate to. Yeah. This now I like him. I agree with you, Ming. I did yeah. not care about Thor until this film. Yeah. I was like, nah, I, I agree. It's boring. And yeah. then I was like, oh, this is actually entertaining. I mean, as a Shakespeare yeah. nerd, I was kind of already in the bag for Thor yeah. on the first movie okay. because it was it was a very Shakespearean story. Yes. It was fathers and sons. It was Henry. Directed v. by Kenneth Branagh. Yes. The Shakespeare Kenneth actor. Yeah. No, one of the one of the great Shakespeare actors of our time. Uh, depending on who you ask, some people yeah. hate his. Stuff. Always a critic. I, I love it mm-hmm. personally, but I do think that this was a welcome re-envisioning that really made Thor work in yes, a way did. that it hasn't in the previous things. I, I did feel that for most people, there was a bit of a wall between Thor, yeah, and absolutely. enjoyment, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, the the, fir- the first Thor movie was all right. The first it was it was fun. It had it, I like I liked the villain at the end just because of. What he physically could do, I thought right. it was cool. Like that, he's just a furnace for a mouth, sure. <laughs> which was great. And Dark World was so boring, so I didn't care about Jane. Is but what about the Dark Elves? There were Dark Elves. Oh, the the Frost Elves, the the, the Dark it was, whatever. It yeah, exactly, it was dumb. <gasps> it was dumb. It was forgettable. It was. It's the my least favorite MCU movie is yeah. Thor: Dark sure, World. Sure, sure. This movie. Making Thor having a bad day <laughs> and having him like, you know, I'm having a rough time. I'm uh, thinking about a lot of things. And it's only been like 12 hours. Great. Yeah. Like his problems are hilarious and the way he deals with it. It's a very colorful movie. Yes. It's as pretty as Guardians 2. Like it was like the color palette. Oh, my God. Is yeah, gorgeous. Well, we, you know, we went from, you know, thousands um, of colors in the DC dude, movies yeah. to millions plus. It was lovely. It's a very Ragnarok. beautiful looking movie. And it's fun as heck. Kate Blanchett is... A awesome supervillain. I dare yeah. say, hella good. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave. Yep. Yeah. There's a door. <laughs> um, and uh, Valkyrie was awesome. Yes. I think a great, great hero. That would be a good, 
good team up movie with her and Thor, Valkyrie and Thor. That's a great movie already. More Hulk. And it was also half the movie is like Thor Ragnarok starring Jeff Goldblum, which was totally fine with me. Yep, absolutely. Jeff Goldblum is hilarious. The best, the second best thing in that movie after the Hulk. The Hulk Jeff was Goldblum. Jeff good. Goldblumed his way through the whole movie. It was the most and Jeff Goldblum he's ever Goldblum. been. Oh god, and, yeah. and it was perfect. Yeah, we <laughs> it needed was the, terrific. It was a lot of fun. The stakes weren't uh, weren't high really for me in terms of the movie itself. Like I was kind of bothered that they just. Um, Quickly dealt with uh, the father-son stuff, and Odin died, and then everything. Everything's like, oh, okay, I'm mourning, and then uh, back to the movie. You right. mean and Odin like, turning into a force ghost? Yeah, force yeah. ghost, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. saying like, uh, oh, Norway, this is a nice place to hang out. And yeah, I, I think like, I'll die here. Yeah, I think I'll die here. Like, uh, and then become Nordic folklore. So that was great. Um, but overall, fun movie. Fun movie. Very, yeah, very, that- very cool. Best Thor movie ever. <laughs> I'd say so. Oh yeah, by yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, best possibly. I, you know, a lot of people consider one of the, if not the best Marvel movie ever. It's no, not. <laughs> I, what, it's what, not. What, what would you rank above it? I, because for me, this is probably top three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. What are your top three Marvel? Oh. Of the MCU. Of right. the MCU. Yeah. Fuck a duck. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go Avengers one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I may go Spider Man. Homecoming. Yeah. Copy and. Yeah, I guess Iron Man 1 would probably push this out, but yeah. it's pretty close for me. Yeah, for sure. I dare say. I think yeah. I think I'm I'm there with Iron Man 1 and Avengers yep. 1 and I every time I see Winter Soldier it gets better. Oh yeah. And better. Sorry. That movie gets so yeah. yeah, I'm so tight. It's so good. It's so good. It's really good. That initial yeah, it's I think those are those are my 3 more than Civil War. Civil War, the more I see it, the more I don't like it. It's funny. Civil War... Tight story. Yeah, it was great. It was shock and awe for me where I was just watching it and just like, there's so many things. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of toys. Yeah, it's a lot of toys. (laughs) Thrown at you. I I like Civil War for the, uh, they throw in the Empire Strikes Back joke. Yeah. It's a good story. Like, it's a tight script, man. Like, but yeah, I think it's your top three is Thor Ragnarok. I, I would put it top three for sure, yeah, yeah. along with Iron Man, and uh, yeah, I'd probably go, yeah, First Avengers for yeah, sure. Yeah, First Avengers was wow. Yeah. yeah. It was so wow. It was pretty damned good. Groovy. All right. I think... Uh, Everybody happy? We're going <laughs> to somewhat fuck we're, off. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, God, we're chomping at the bit to talk Star Wars. Yeah. We're, we're going to get yeah. into the next episode. So yeah. for adultish, I'm Brendan Michael Sokler. I am David Tiberius Ray. I'm Ming Chen. And if you and love- I'm Bevan. Hey, hey. sorry. Sorry. Hey. Oh my God. Hey, sorry. I'm still here. Michael, come on. And if you liked, rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> share this, and uh, thanks very much for listening. Yeah, and real quick, a plug. Uh, we are recording here at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio <laughs> in town, New Jersey, uh, brought to you by Blue Juice Comics, and now Ross Brewing of Red Bank, New Jersey. Yes. Uh, if you want to start a podcast, if you already have a podcast, come on down and join us. You can have as much fun as we just did. And we're this about to have fun. even more fun. So much.